This is episode 252, and today we're chatting about how chronic stress impacts all of you from the inside and out, really, really, truly understanding what stress does to you and what forms of stress are in your life. I think you'll be surprised by a couple of forms. Our guest today is Debbie Potts, who's been in the fitness industry for over 25 years and a competitive endurance athlete for 20 years. Along her journey, she has accomplished many goals, including being nominated as one of the top 100 best trainers in the U.S. by Men's Journal in 2004 and 2005, as well as participating in 15 Ironman triathlons. Five of them were the Hawaii World Ironman Championship. Debbie has owned and operated her own fitness studio and in Bellevue, Washington for the last 12 years to offer an all-in-one health and fitness studio. Debbie is a speaker, blogger, podcast host of The Whole Athlete and the author of Life is Not a Race and The Holistic Method Manual and Workbook both of which you can find on Amazon. Her passion is to help others reduce chronic stress and improve performance with the holistic method elements while teaching clients how to burn fat, optimize health, and improve their overall performance in life and sports. Debbie is on a mission to help other athletes avoid breaking down and burning out by coaching the whole athlete from the inside out for improved performance and longevity. She offers online group and individual coaching services and a bunch of other cool things at debbiepotts.net that's d-e-b-b-i-e-p-o-t-t-s dot net you can find her on twitter low carb athlete and on instagram as low carb athlete and i wish that i had heard (laughs) this episode way way back uh in 2007 when i started running and started having so many issues with my body would have been really helpful. Now, if you enjoy today's show and you want to dig deeper into this content, a couple of resources that I've created that might be of interest or heck, maybe I already have them. Any of my books, The Keto Diet, Keto Diet Cookbook or Keto for Women, you can find out details by going to ketodietbook.com and then my program, Happy Keto Body, which encourages you and empowers you to take your health into your own, own hands. And you can find that by going to happyketobody.com. If you have questions about today's content, you can head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me and I will answer it in a future episode in one of our Q&A episodes that I like to do at least once a month. You can also catch up on previous podcast episodes and grab the notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com. Now, when you get on that page, just scroll down a little bit until you find episode 252 and there you'll find all the links and resources for today's show. Okay, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Hey everyone, it's Debbie Potts. I'm the host of the Whole Athlete Podcast, and I'm the author of Life is Not a Race, It is a Journey, as well as a book called The Holistic Method. It's a manual and a workbook, but I I put all this information together in 2015 based on my many years of experience as a coach, a personal trainer, as a competitive athlete, and as a female and small business owner. Now I'm finally able to focus on following my purpose. I feel that my purpose started back in 2013 when I had my life change. I We'll tell you a little bit about it today, but it's all in my book called Life is Not a Race, and it's my mission now to share that personal story, my experience, and what I've gone through since 2013. I feel like it's my purpose to share that with you, to help others that are similar to myself, little type A, a little overly busy and addicted to doing too much and living with the philosophy is more is better. And we might get too serious about things and too really committed 
and more I will share today. Lessons I've learned since I started this journey of my own personal transformation back in 2013. And I'm thankful to Leanne to have me on her show as she's always been a peer to me and an inspiration to, to look at what females can do in the industry of health nutrition practitioners and making an influence, trying to make an impact on our society because there's so much out there on blogs and podcasts and there's so much information and you have to be able to trust the people that are sharing you these tips and tricks, how to transform, as I say on my show, the whole you from the inside out. And you have to be able to know that we are all individuals and we all have different genetic makeups and different stressors inside and out and lifestyle habits and personalities. So there's not one size fits all approach to figuring out the best way to live your life. And we all talk about keto and low carb. And I want to share some other things with you today that are important part to figure out what to eat, but also looking at the other lifestyle habits. The holistic method is a kind of a program I created years ago, working on really what's needed to be healthy. And I learned from my own experience and as an athlete and as a trainer for 25 plus years and a health coach is not just nutrition and it's not just exercise to be healthy. As a personal trainer for many years, I always said you can't out exercise a bad diet, but also, if we just only work on what we're eating and watching our carbohydrate intake and eating real food to balance our blood sugar and to be fat adapted, we also need to pay attention to our stressors in life, our external stressors and our hidden internal stressors. And that's what I'm going to share with you. I learned this the hard way, and this is now my mission to help educate other people and create awareness of these chronic stressors that we may not even know about. And that's kind of my journey of where I am today. I created a new business, Debbie Potts Coaching, very fancy name, but focusing on being a nutritional therapy practitioner, a Keon coach through Ben Greenfield's program. I also did a superhuman coach program back in 2011-12. And then recently I became a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I've also done DNA Fit coaching program. And of course, I've been a personal trainer since I was in college many eons ago. And I also have done metabolic efficiency training with Bob Siebehor. And I started metabolic efficiency testing back in 2005. And I also Paul Check's program I did in 2015, I think it was, I did the Check Institute Holistic Lifestyle Coach. So I'm obviously passionate and driven to get more education to help others learn how to really burn fat, as I say, but also how to optimize your health from the inside out, how to optimize your mitochondria and your athletic performance, but also your performance in daily life. And then the overall goal I feel like we should be focusing on is longevity. How do we improve our aging process? So when I'm 80 years old, I'm traveling Europe or around the world and I'm hiking the hills in Tuscany and in Spain and Portugal and being able to do all this stuff I want to do as I get older. I feel like just about everyone who's either new to keto or been doing keto for a while knows about perfect keto. They were keto before keto was cool. <laughs> They're a really awesome company ran by a bunch of really cool people. And they have the ability to know what keto people need because they are keto through and through. I use their products to stay in ketosis, burn more fat, extend my fasts, satisfy my sweet tooth. They have different supplements and snacks and supportive nutrients to get you on the ketogenic diet, transition easier onto the ketogenic diet, have boosted energy, overcome afternoon slumps. And what I really, really, really love about them is they understand that keto people also travel. 
Many of their products are so great for taking on the go, whether it be their MCT oil packets, which I personally love. It's the powder, it adds to anything, all the way through to their amazing, like, and I say amazing with like rainbows and butterflies around it, amazing protein bars. Like I cannot keep these bars in the house, whether it's Kevin having four at dinner time instead of an actual dinner or me sliding a couple into my little snack plate when I'm watching Netflix. These bars are legit. They're delicious. They're perfectly sweet. They're perfectly fatty and they have bits of cocoa butter just baked right into there. So good. And Perfect Keto's put together a wicked promo for all podcast listeners. When you go to perfectketo.com slash KDP40, you can use the code KDP40, buy one item and get one for 40% off plus shipping. Again, that's KDP40. Buy one, get one for 40% off plus free shipping. If you're trying to come up with some ideas and some product recommendations, number one, you need keto bars in your life. If you're having a hard time deciding, just go with almond butter brownie. You're welcome. Exogenous ketones I personally use to maintain my energy level and give my brain a certain edge. Another great one is their nut butters. Oh. They're good. Keto collagen is a winner, as is the MCT oil powder. So again, that's perfectketo.com slash KDP40 with the code KDP40, where you can buy one, get one 40% off. Enjoy. So let me talk a little bit more about my background. I'm not only a trainer and a health coach and done all this stuff over the years, I also started competing in endurance events. So back in, oh my gosh, I feel so old when I say this, but I was starting Dan Skin Triathlons when I was in my 20s. And I did my first Ironman in my late 20s. It was 2001. I did my first marathon in my late 20s as well. I think that was in 2000. And so I started really finding my passion for endurance events and training and racing. And I won't dive too much into that area of my life, but I want to tell you what happened over time. (laughs) And that's what I wrote all about in my book, My Personal Story in Life is Not a Race. Because I did all racing and training and I competed top of my age group. I was doing Ironmans each year and qualifying for Ironman Hawaii, which is in October each year in Hawaii. And then I would be doing marathons off season. And I started getting into trail running, doing 50K races, North Face race in San Francisco, the Marin Headlands. I just love. And, you know, I was doing all this, but I also opened my own fitness studio, leaving the health club scene to just do what I love to do and help other people in an all-in-one studio offering Pilates and yoga and HIIT training, personal training in classes and TRX. And then I had yoga and acupuncture. So I was trying to create this all-in-one boutique studio. And I opened a large space in 2010 and I just closed it. Finally, it was my big stress I found out. And I closed it October. First was our last day in 2019. So over those years, I was running my own business I had a lot of personal training clients. I used to do run group and had track workout Wednesdays and long runs on Sundays. I used to have a short little run walk group on Fridays. And I also taught classes. I trained clients and then I ran the business. I did the marketing. I did the accounting. I did the managing of the staff and all of that, all that accumulated and was ongoing. And that's ongoing stress to me. My body, mind, what we say, your HPA axis, my hypothalamus, pituitary to adrenal axis connection was overwhelmed. I was running my own business, but also, as I said, I was training for racing at a high level. So say doing triathlons, I was on elite team starting in 2004 with Mark Allen. I started training probably 20 hours a week. And back in the day when I was at a health club, I was also teaching spin class. I taught yoga and Pilates mat class and did seminars and blah, blah, blah. I was doing a lot. The point is I was living life as a race and 
until March 2013, I survived until this one day I finally realized I am broken. I can't go on anymore. I was on a bike ride and I'm usually a strong cyclist and that's where my happy place is, but I didn't have any strength to make another pedal stroke. I had to pull over, let my husband and our friend we were training with, let them go ahead. I was crying and I was, I had to pull over the side of the road. I just had a meltdown. Like what is wrong with me? What is going on? And I had to pretty much walk my bike all the way home or ride very slowly. What happened that day completely transformed my life. It happened to be during a time that I was in Ben Greenfield's Superhuman Coach Program and we had a, a seminar, a conference he put on in, I think it was March or February 2013. And we had speakers talking about heart rate variability and talking about cold thermogenesis and talking about what was known then as adrenal fatigue and all this stuff, low carb. And I was aware of all that information out there. I was doing low carb and metabolic efficiency training and racing and fueling back in 2005. After I did a USA triathlon certification program in 2009, we talked all about with Bob Sibahor, fasted workouts and endurance athletes should be burning fat. So we need to train our body to burn fat. So don't eat all those carbohydrates. And I started experimenting with my own training workouts and racing back then, 2005, 2009, about how am I supposed to lose weight if I keep eating and doing the typical bagel and orange juice and cliff bar during the workouts and, you know, having a banana and all these excess carbohydrates. So when I started experimenting, doing low carb or going to a fasted workout, not eating before a bike ride, I of course crashed physically, not physically, but mentally and had to pull over and have a nap. So I was doing a lot of low carb training, fasted workouts. I was eating more fat and protein. I got into the zone diet and Atkins and started doing more metabolic efficiency testing on other athletes and getting it done on myself. So all this was already going on before I became broken and burned out from the inside out in 2013. I had to change my life. It wasn't what I was eating. As we always talk about, you know, eating low carb, eating whole nutrient dense foods that balance your blood sugar, whatever your macronutrient ratio needs to be for your metabolic type, your bio-individual needs, your genetics, your lifestyle. It's our main goal. We tell everyone, this is my interpretation and kind of put, you should be burning fat right now burning fat, unless you're doing a high intensity workout or sprinting on a, to the airport or whatever you're doing, there are some exercises that you're burning more carbohydrates, but at rest, we should be burning fat when we're sleeping. But because of our lifestyle habits and sometimes our personalities and how we're wired genetically, we tend to create more stress or have more stress responses in our day. And I found myself experiencing chronic stress from the way I was living my life as a business owner, a low carb athlete, training high, high levels, you know, 20 hours a week, doing yoga at night. You know, I was trying to fit everything in every day and have a, I was married. I didn't have children and ended up not being able to get pregnant. You can understand why if you read my book, I was doing too much and totally caused what we say as an FDM practitioner, metabolic chaos. My hormones, my gut, everything just becomes broken. Liver congestion, my oxidative stress, my food sensitivities, you know, my blood sugar was totally wacky, not because of what I was eating, but because of my chronic stress response, I became stuck in sympathetic dominance. So we go into that a lot in my book and on my podcast, but let me get back on track. I had to change my lifestyle starting in March, 2013, when I had that moment on the bike ride. And then there was another moment, so a whole chapter in my book that I had alcohol at a party because I was told to relax. I was on a retreat and 
I did not respond well to having alcohol, especially I was doing fasted workout beforehand and I was really obsessed with keeping my carbs down. And I was obviously doing too much bulletproof coffee and too low carbohydrates for my body because I was training a lot. And yes, I could burn fat at very high heart rates up to 160. I was still burning a lot of fat based on my metabolic efficiency tests. But I was also needing a little bit more carbohydrates because my body was so under stress. I think if we go for females, especially depending on their menstrual cycle and your stress response, stress load, that I was doing too much, my body was getting more stressed out by not eating enough. So I wish I knew back then what I know now because I wouldn't be here. Fast forward 2020, still trying to get my body to heal. I feel so much better, but there's some certain things that I keep sharing in my own podcast. I'm not able to run long. I can't create enough energy and keep my heart rate down on a long run. It's too much stress on my body. So my mission right now is to help spread that word out to people. Life is not a race. It is a journey. And it doesn't matter if you're an athlete or not. We need to learn how to push pause, reset, reboot your computer, do it to yourself more often throughout the day, every day. We need to learn how to put the oxygen mask on and stop taking care of everyone else first. Make yourself a priority. There's a lot of things I've learned from my experience from 2013 to 2020, I did have to change the way I lived life. I did have to get serious about my sleep and cut out going to yoga class at 5.30 at night and getting home at 7.30, going to bed later. I mean, I've converted my schedules to the whole me to really focus on my health and being fit and healthy on the inside and out. I keep talking a lot about that lately on my blogs and podcasts that you really need to look at what's under the hood. You could be keto athlete, keto individual, trying carnivore, being low carb. You're working on the nutrition, but how do you know if it's right for you? How do you know your lifestyle habits are not creating or contributing to your own metabolic chaos and creating more stress, contributing to that beaker of stress, the beaker of stress gets overfilled and creates this domino effect of your internal body systems. So as an FDN practitioner, how we work is a three-step process and we do a 90-day program or longer. Most people just get started with 90 days and they need to keep doing a monthly appointment or continue on if they have more hidden stressors that we need to work on once we identify them with functional lab testing. So what I love is what I'm doing now is taking my nutritional therapy training, DNA Fit, Keon Coach, Czech Institute, putting all this information together with the FDN practitioner program where we take well-chosen functional lab tests, some basic foundational tests, and we combine that with our intake forms, which are, I use a lot because I'm combining everything together. And so now I'm a health detective. I'm learning how to work with each client individually to help kind of put a mystery together. Where are your missing pieces of your puzzle that we need to find? So we collect these clues, collect data and investigate what's going on with the whole you and figuring out identifying external stressors and then your hidden internal stressors, which are being impacted from who knows what, but you know, we work on everything all at once, not treat anything specifically. We work on your nutrition, your sleep, your exercise, your movement, mobility, your digestion and gut health, your hydration. And of course, stressors. And my favorite is happiness. So many people need to just play and let go and not be so serious. And I had to learn that the hard way. You know, I have one of those things on my list here is what I've, what I do differently now. And it's make sure I'm with people that make me laugh. You know, you hear about those energy robbers who are people that create stress in your life, who contribute to your external stressor bucket. You know, it could be family that you can't get rid of, but who can you 
kind of disassociate yourself with that, or, you know, not see as often that is a trigger for you that sets you off. Or if some people, their external stressors are not having enough me time or prioritizing their time and having it interrupted with, you know, their spouse wanting to take over their private time space or, you know, when the kids are home from school and there's vacation, you kind of have your routine and have your own quiet time and that gets interrupted. That's a stressor. Environmental stressors, what products you have in your household, maybe your workplace, swimming in the pool when I swim at lunchtime, it's chemicals, you know, what lotions and shampoos and detergents you use, all that are contributing to your external stressors by environment. And then we can talk about EMF, but all this stuff accumulates and creates stress. And when stress becomes chronic, it creates these imbalances and creates this dysfunction inside. So as I say, being fit and healthy on the inside is your goal. So we don't know unless we do lab testing and that's what we do in FDN and put that all together with your lifestyle. And then we create a program which is called Dress for Health Success Protocol, 90-day protocol, and then reevaluate. Ideally, you can retest every three to six months and keep on track to optimize your health and restore your vitality. And so I'm just sharing this because I think a lot of people out there are not talking about how to train the whole you from the inside out to be a fat burner, to look at your daily performance in life, your longevity, how do you really feel every day? Are you happy, feel alive and thriving and have this huge sense of energy? So instead of just working on only nutrition, which is always what I start with clients, but work on these other lifestyle habits and make them a priority once you've got your nutrition down. But again, it's not one size fits all approach. You have to individualize it. Look at your food sensitivity labs, look at your metabolic typing, looking at your genetic profile. I like using DNA fit and working on your blood sugar measurement. So I use keto mojo. And so I take those four things, the four things to work on your nutrition, what you should eat based on your food sensitivities with our lab test video. Number two, the metabolic typing quiz to find out what you need at a biochemical level. Number three, genetic profiles, DNA fit will give you fitness and exercise stress, stress and sleep reports, and then work on balancing with the, the keto mojo, blood sugar and ketones. So you don't know what you don't know, but you don't know if what you're doing is working unless you have proof, unless you have evidence and do more of a scientific approach instead of only just your intuitive approach, I think is important. Homemade or store-bought, I love cookies. Always have and always will. And my husband, Kevin, loves them even more. My aunt calls him the cookie monster for good reason. He's a lean, mean, cookie-eating machine and he'll eat up any cookie regardless of the ingredients. We keep all sorts of keto cookies in the house, for real, like four different brands at all times, but Kevin always devours the super fat cookies the very first, always. Doesn't matter what other brands, if there is a bag of super fat cookies in the house, whether it be chocolate chip or snicker or doodle, he will find it and he will eat it. Instead of inflammatory fats and loads of sugar, you can find ingredients like almond flour, coconut flour, grass-fed butter, grass-fed collagen in super fat cookies. They come in three different flavors, chocolate chip, snickerdoodle, and peanut butter chocolate chip. There's a flavor for every cookie connoisseur. I'm allergic to dairy, so I haven't been able to try them. I know it's a total bummer. So I trust my cookie monster husband's endorsement. I'll stick to super fat nut butter packets instead, but he's got his cookie game sorted. Load up on cookies or fat packs by heading to superfat.com and using the coupon code LEANNE, all in caps, at checkout for 15% off your whole order. Again, that's superfat.com with the coupon code LEANNE, L-E-A-N-N-E, at checkout for 15% off your order. Enjoy! So, back to my story, I wrote this book, Life is Not a Race, to help people with what I'm talking about today. Stop living life as a race. Slow down and enjoy the moment. Enjoy the process. Enjoy life each day as a new journey. 
and making every day the fullest, you know, make it the best day ever, I say a lot of times to my clients. So just wanted to backtrack. I was competitive age group, triathlete, runner, cyclist. I was a small business owner and obviously type A <laughs> organized. I was feeling, training, performing as a metabolically efficient low carb athlete. I was very efficient at burning fat. I was avoiding inflammatory foods as gluten, sugar, and vegetable oils. I was doing my morning fasted workouts. I was training by my heart rate using what we say MAF, heart rate max aerobic function by Phil Maftone years ago, created that 180 minus age. Plus I was doing speed and tempo work based on my training schedule. I was doing everything I thought was right to improve my fat metabolism, to optimize my health. Now I know it's about optimizing my mitochondria and reaching my peak athletic performance gains. I wanted to get faster every year and win my age group and keep improving. So I was driven, but my athletic performance you know, was my focus, my motivation. It was also, I wanted to feel good and feel happy and look good and I feel better being lean and strong and I don't like it when I have fat on my body and bloated and as most people don't it just doesn't feel good and I didn't know what I was doing was going to catch up with me someday and create this broken imbalance at a cellular level individual female athlete because I was living my own life as a race so as I said stress is good there's good bad and good and bad stress as we talk a lot on our podcasts everyone probably is familiar now with hormetic stressors good stress and i call it the goldilocks effect for everything not too much hard exercise not too little not too much fasting not too little i mean there's all that's fine line and cold thermogenesis infrared sauna you know doing all this stuff is just that right amount to shock you know, turn it on, turn it off, not constant. And so if you visualize a faucet, if that faucet is leaking, having that constant drip, 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 and not turning it all the way off, all the way on, think about what that's doing to your body if it's the same. And also if your car is you're wearing it out, putting lots of miles on it. You're not going to take time to get the oil and lube job when the light comes on in your car. When it says engine filter, something's wrong with your car, do you stop and take it in and get it fixed? So many people have their own personal red flags, their bodies telling them, and we're too busy to stop and focus and take a moment to pay attention to those red flags and do something about it. We don't take ownership of our own body, but it's so easy for us to take ownership in, of our car and take care of what needs to be done or your house or your kids or your spouse. We don't know how to take care of our own self and stop and invest in our health. You know, it costs money and a lot of people don't want to spend money on fixing what might be broken on the inside. So it's an investment you have to make, but in the long run, what do you want to do when you're 89 years old? <laughs> I want to be traveling the world. So my chronic stress was too much for my body, my genetics, my personality. Your stress filter doesn't have different categories. The nonstop stress triggers and external and internal accumulate into one funnel, the HPA axis. I obviously learned the hard way that my mantra of more is better doesn't work. Sometimes less is more. And that's what I say, the Goldilocks effect. How much is the right amount of you for you, for your body, for your individual needs to create a positive effect? You need to discover your own tolerance to stress and identify your ongoing chronic stressors as everyone is unique. So we identify those in my individual coaching programs. What are your triggers? What sets you off? And some things we can find, but others, it might be mold and you don't know there's mold in your health. I, I'm, I live in Seattle. It's kind of damp here in the winter time. And so there's different things that you have in your environment that could contribute to that chronic stress. So there's lots of different sources. So I'm educated. I'm experienced. I keep trying to learn more. I know a little bit about a lot. And, you know, I still didn't see those red flags at the time they're hitting me. And I tried to write my book for my own personal therapy session to go back in time, go back to high school. Where did I, where's this personality? You know, I used to diet all the time, be focused on weight loss. And I was 
you know, I'm taller. So I'm always trying to be smaller because I'm taller (laughs) and I want to holler. And I was on a mission to always fit in because I was a taller kid. And then I got into triathlons and running races and found a little more purpose as I got into my twenties and I felt good. But what happened is people started to ask me every day, when's your next race? When's your next race? Every single day, someone would ask me that. So obviously I got to be known as this competitive athlete that was only going away for a race. Now, What is totally different is when's your next vacation? Because I found that I like to travel and like to go to Europe and travel different countries and experience different cultures. And so instead of racing, I'm traveling. (laughs) So I carry on. Metabolic chaos we talk about is Reed Davis, the founder of the FDN program, which is Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner Program. We talk about what he terms metabolic chaos, this HPA axis dysfunction, that cortisol DHA ratio gets imbalanced and causes this whole domino effect in all the body systems as it happened to me. It wasn't just one thing that was broken. If one is off, everything's off. And it's just a cascade of events. But my job was stressful training and everything I was doing, it was just too much for me. So how do you know if you're causing more damage than good. And I'm talking to a lot of new clients lately about you know the importance of testing, especially if you are a little bit more type A and competitive, you might be a little more stubborn of making lifestyle changes without seeing proof. Show me evidence that I'm what I'm doing to myself is damaging. I'm exercising all the time and I'm eating low carb ketogenic diet. I'm fasting, you know, sometimes that doesn't work for you. Sometimes that's additional stress and you may be eating foods that you're sensitive to that are causing a reaction in your gut. You have leaky gut, you're causing inflammation, the rest of the body. So this kind of cascade of events happens even there. So you could be exercising and doing nutrition low carb, but how do you know if it's working for you? Yes. Test, not guess using your blood sugar meters and keto meters, but Going by what you feel is important, and I'm all about intuitive eating and not counting macros. I can't count calories. I dieted growing up too much, so having to count my macros and calories doesn't work for me, but testing my blood sugar is good for me. I can handle that. I don't like weighing myself because that is a depression for me (laughs) factor because I'm taller and larger and muscular, so I can measure my glucose and know if I'm falling right. I think we all need to do those functional lab tests and get someone to clinically correlate all the data together to really know if you're helping yourself or you're creating more damage. So you don't know if you're, you know, might be that one stuck in the cycle of trial and error and, you know, start to feel crappy every day. You think that's the new you, that's my normal. And I refuse to do that. I refuse to blame the aging process of my problems, my inability to really get my body where it was and my, uh, I'm not able to run a marathon or half marathon, which I love to do or a trail run. I think it's fun and it's enjoyable to me to be outside and it's a happy place, but it's too much in my body. So this struggle is real. I'm here to tell you when you're feeling crappy and you're not getting the results you want from following a ketogenic diet, you may need to hire a health coach Find someone that you can trust and help evaluate what's going on in the inside and out because you don't know what's under the hood unless you stop, pause, and do a checkup. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. But I want you to learn from my own mistakes because I went to see many practitioners. I wrote my book. I saw like nine to 10 different people trying to get answers. And everyone, even naturopaths, functional medicine doctors were giving me lab tests that were great. And I would still do them today, but they were just treating the symptoms, giving me a supplement for whatever was low. And they were never correlating all the data together and really investigating the whole me with all my lifestyle habits. Instead, 
it was more me. I think over time I've learned that I was searching for that magic supplement. What supplement I need to take so I can bring me back to restore my energy and my health and my metabolism so I can race again and do Ironman Canada, do Ironman Hawaii, Boston Marathon, whatever was coming up. But I struggled. I was still not changing my lifestyle habits. You can't out-supplement poor lifestyle habits. As I say, you know, you can't out-exercise poor diet. And I always say, even what you're eating is important, of course, to balance your blood sugar and teach your body to be fat adapted. But it's a struggle if you're chronically stressed because I was insulin resistant and still have to work on my blood sugar levels even if I keep my carb count low for me as an athlete because I still train and I'm exercising every day, once or twice a day sometimes for triathlons and I'm not even racing, but I just, the way I, the way I roll, I'm just so used to swim, bike, run and do my strength, but I still was insulin resistant from all my chronic stress. Every stress response is a blood sugar response. So eating low carb is great for most everyone, but you might need to adjust as you go along. And I'm getting sidetracked again. I have all this written down and I keep just going off of what I feel, but the goal is to get healthy. And I was not changing what I was doing. So my point is I was trying to take all these supplements and adrenal supplements and taking this, taking that. And then I started not trusting the practitioners and I would do a food sensitivity lab and not trust that. And I found that I needed to really heal and rebuild the whole me. I had to change my personality, my way of life, my approach to life, the way my schedule was every day. I wasn't going to get better if I kept doing the same thing. So think about what the definition of insanity is, is doing the same thing over and over again. It's like the hamster wheel. You just got to stop and get off of it, reassess and start over and do something differently. Take a different approach if that road is a dead end. And I found a infographic once on a, a street. You can go left or right. You couldn't go straight anymore. So you have to change your destination, your direction you're heading, you need to reevaluate, reassess. It's like using Waze, the app for your travel when you have traffic. You have to find alternative routes. Well, think about in life, if you keep trying to get yourself healthier, and if it's your main goal is to look better and lose fat weight, or if it's health goals, inflammation, or whatever it might be, if what you keep doing the same thing isn't working, you need to look at the whole picture which I understand carnivore and the benefits of it, but I think, you know, it's not one size fits all approach. We have to look at other contributors to your stress case, your metabolic chaos. And so trying to do what everyone else is doing because that's what they had a huge success. Remember, you are an individual. So what works for your spouse is not going to give you the same results. What someone else says on a social media post that they lost how much weight in a month, you're not them. They're not you. So we have to stop comparing ourselves. And, you know, I think that creates more stress. I don't want to know how much they lost. And I don't like weighing myself. I like going by... Okay, is my pants tighter? Even measure your waist, measure your hips and do that once a month instead of weighing yourself every day. And I think it's figuring out lifestyle habits. As I say, the holistic methods, eight elements, nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress, movement, mobility, and digestion and gut health, hydration, because most people, we drink too much caffeine and then there's happiness. I don't think people play and laugh enough and act like a kid. And then in my FDM program, we create the dress for health success protocol for our clients. And that's using diet, rest, exercise, stress management. And the last S for dress is supplementation. Figure out what supplements your body needs to help restore it. But I was trying to do just the supplement part. So it doesn't work if you just do one or the other, you have to do it all. So do you feel good after you eat? Do you feel full, satisfied? Do you not have any cravings to eat more? Are you happy? Or do you feel fatigued, bloated, cranky, 
you know, there's all these different lifestyle habits we need to look at. So when I'm working with people, we look at, you know, your individual needs for nutrition, but then also tracking for a few days, your reactions to the food you eat. Do you feel full or do you feel hungry? Do you have something you are craving sweets or, you know, you feel like you just ate, but you're not satisfied. You feel like something's missing. And if you feel like you have to snack in between meals, or do you feel full for three, four hours and you only need two meals a day, you know, you have to look at your individual needs, your goals, your health concerns, your stressors, your lifestyle habits. But we have to look at kind of a, it's called a diet check record. We use a metabolic type diet program, but appetite, satiety, cravings, your energy, your mind, your emotions, your well-being, we have to look at all this when you eat. You know, do you feel positive? Do you feel emotionally uplifted? And you have a sense of clarity and sharpness? Or do you feel depressed, anxious, your overly rapid thoughts? Do you feel sad? There's all these different things we need to look at when we figure out what foods are best for you to eat. And then look at when you should eat. And I keep saying how you're eating. Are you sitting down? Are you focused? Are you chewing your food, eating slowly, putting the fork down in between bites? We have to just look at all this. And then why are you eating? I did a great podcast with a gal I met, uh, Trisha Nelson, on emotional eating. And it was so true that how many people we will hide what we're eating. We don't want to admit to that we just cheated and had some carbs or we had something that you know, we weren't hungry and we're eating or you're stressed out. And so many people have these stories. And I think it's looking at why you are eating. Stop and go, okay, am I hungry? Am I eating because of time of day? Or am I afraid I'm not going to be able to eat later? So I need to eat. You know, we have to look at the why. So I like to look at the individuality of each person. And if you're in parasympathetic nervous system, are you sitting, resting, and able to digest your food properly? Or are you revved up and anxious and trying to get through the day and eating is the inconvenience? And so you eat anyways and you inhale your food super fast and you're in sympathetic dominance. You're in that fight or flight mode. So there's a lot to being healthy. There's a lot of factors that influence our ability to burn fat. And I learned this all from my own experience. You know, in my book, I shared that I gained 30 pounds in three months. I should have said that in the beginning of the show, but I went from a lean, strong, best shape of my life, best race times in my triathlon career, marathon running. And then three months later, I had 30 pounds of fat on my body. And that was not because I was sitting on the couch. I was embarrassed. I was miserable. I was depressed. I felt like everyone was looking at me going, what did she do? She was this elite athlete and now she's fat and she must be just sitting on the couch eating ice cream. Well, you know, people don't really notice because the benefit of being tall things, your weight spreads out, but I was miserable and that contributes to additional stress when you feel crappy about yourself and you can't do what makes you happy getting outside and running and biking and when you have no energy. So I went through a rough time. And I think part of that healing process for me was writing this book that's on Amazon. If you search debbiepotts.net and you can learn more about my journey, my mission, and how I'm trying to create impact so I'll put all this in a blog so you can read what I'm working on is what I learned now and lessons learned of what I used to do and what I'm doing now. And I keep working on this because there's a lot of things I think we could do to help improve what we're doing and make sure that we know that the struggle is real and you're not alone. And if you feel like you're not getting the results you want from your nutrition doing keto, you might be like me and have some other areas of opportunity. I like to think of it as a positive, but we need to identify what's going on outside and inside and looking at the whole you. So I would like to just say, take time and journal, you know, reflect on you and your journey 
and your triggers, you know, identify those external stressors in a book and to sit down and, and say, who makes me happy? Who causes me more stress? And learn about who you are. Stop and pause in between the day, not pack so much in, in between every activity and meeting that you don't have time to breathe. And that's the easy way. I'll give you my last tip is just stop, pause, reset, and take three to five long inhales through your nose, exhale through your mouth. And you just feel this sense of calmness. And if you're stressed out, even humming, gargling, you know, different things that help stimulate your vagal nerve, your vagal tone. So just breathing through your nose, slow down, take a break more throughout the day. You can learn all about my story on my website and my book. And you can follow me on social media. It's low carb athlete on Instagram and low carb athlete on Facebook. And I put research as I study for my seminars. I'm giving on Jimmy Moore's low carb cruise this year. And I'll be speaking at KetoCon on how to train the whole or train the low carb athlete to improve performance longevity. I'm moving towards more of the research on mitochondria function as I think that is an important part we need to look at to optimize our ability to burn fat, to improve performance and longevity. So join my journey and I'd love to hear from you. And I thank you for listening to me today and for Leanne having me as a guest on her show and join in our amazing community that we have here as we all have purpose, passion, and on a mission to create impact on our world, to make everyone healthier, happier, move better, feel better. All right. Thank you. Debbie Potts signing out. So great, right? I hope you got so many tools and action items from today's episode. Next up on the podcast, episode 253, I'm chatting about the keto supplements I don't go without. And in episode 254, um, myself and Allie are chatting about the seven solutions for keto beginners. So watch for that and I will see you then. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.